Chapter Nine of Cycling in the Alps by C. L. Freeston. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Oberalp. After the climbing and coasting of the passes in the region of the Engadine, a little straightforward riding is a welcome change. The journey I have now to describe is that from Quart to Andermatt, by way of the Versamstrasse, the Vorder Rhine Valley, and the Oberalp Pass, a distance of fifty-eight miles, of which the major portion is rideable. It is a delightful ride, too, as far as Decentis, thirty-eight and a half miles from Quart, and in some respects recalls the castellated picturesqueness of the best portion of the German Rhine, from Bingen to Koblenz. The broad and turbid waters of the latter, however, which more nearly resemble the Thames at Lambeth than a stream of beauty, give place to a silver-blue river of measurable width, pleasing at almost every point, and passing through a valley of ceaseless attractiveness and interest. The road runs from Quart in an almost westerly direction, but veering towards the south. There is nothing of particular note as far as Reichenau, six miles, and unless the cyclist wishes to see Quart, he may ride from Tusis and intercept the road at Bonadutz, nine miles. But it is worth while to run across to Quart, by train if need be, and see the largest town in the canton of the Grisson. It is the only place for a hundred miles to come, at which a cycle repairer may be found, or any shopping be indulged in, and the tourist may have cause to embrace the opportunity. At Reichenau, 1,935 feet, exactly the same as Quart, an interesting spectacle is that of the junction of the Hinterrhein and Vorderrhein rivers. The former descends from the Bernardino Pass, and by its impetuosity drives back the Vorderrhein, though the latter has the greater volume of water. A double choice is now open to the rider between here and Ilantz. The more commonly used road proceeds by the way of Trent and Flams, but there is another road through Bonadutz, Fessam, Falendus and Kestris, which is preferable. It is a mile shorter and much less hilly, for whereas the Taman road, 1,935 feet and 3,615 feet, the Fesam road rises no higher than 2,980 feet. At Reichenau, therefore, the cyclist should cross the bridge to the left over the Hinterrhein, instead of the one to the right over the Vorderrhein. Bonadutz is a mile away, and there, at the junction with the road from Tusis, a turn should be taken to the right. For a mile and a half the road is straight and level, though somewhat dusty. It then ascends gradually through a wood, and emerges into a rocky ravine. The Fesamtobel River flows below in almost the same manner as in the Shin Pass, to which the scenery bears a remarkable affinity, and the fact that this distinctly picturesque route is so little known is another evidence of the amazing prodigality of nature as seen in Switzerland. How like the Shin Pass itself is this rock-hewn road may be gauged from the fact that at one point it crosses a wooden bridge 200 feet in width and 260 feet above the stream, thus being higher even than the Solis Bridge itself. Emerging from the gorge, one ascends a winding road, too steep to ride, through pine woods to the pretty village of Fessam, 2,980 feet, from which the view is really charming. There is level riding for a mile and a half, and then a delightful coast, with striking views, through Carrera, over another ravine, and through a rock tunnel to Valendas, 
2,700 feet, thence to Kestris, and finally Ilantz, 2,345 feet, seven and a half miles from Fesam. The route is captivating throughout, and something of a revelation in the way of unexpected charms. Ilantz is an ancient town, admirably situated on both sides of the Vorderrhine River, which is crossed here by an enormous wooden bridge with a lofty roof. The type is repeated more than once before the journey up the valley is ended. On the north side of the town, the houses are quaintly fashioned, and the amateur photographer would find himself in clover in this neighbourhood. The road follows the north bank of the river for seven miles, passing the villages of Schnaus and Ries, where the ruins of the Jürgenberg Castle, a robber's stronghold, rise on a rocky hill, and then crosses to Tavanassa, 2,620 feet. Three miles further, the road comes back to the north bank at Rinkenberg, but a pause should be permitted on the bridge for the sake of the enchanting view. The velvety slopes of the valley are covered with numerous villages, chapels and ruined castles, and the scene is one of the most inviting character. I feel impelled to recommend this route to Swiss tourists very strongly, for it comes as a most pleasurable interlude, after the thrilling scenery one has left behind, and also emphasises anew the sterner beauties of the high latitudes, by slowly leading up to a fresh series of lofty passes. One is thus afforded the opportunity of appreciating the unrivalled charms of Swiss pastoral scenery, as a peaceful, eye-resting contrast to the magnificence of the ice-clad summits, while the glories of the heights above the snow line are once more impressed upon one's brain, as one climbs the Oberalp, the Furka, and the Grimsel. The village of Trun, 2,820 feet, a mile and a half from Rinkenberg, is memorable as the cradle of liberty among the Rhaetian Alps, for it was here that the constitution of the Grey League was established in 1424. At Rabias, 3,133 feet, one and three-quarter miles farther, the first glaciered mountain comes into sight, at the head of the wild Somvix Valley, and the village of Somvix, 3,458 feet, stands prominently forth, one and a half miles beyond. The roadway is now boldly built, and crosses the river once more over a wooden bridge, 160 feet above the stream, and 210 feet long. Soon afterwards, the village of Decentis, 3,773 feet, 38 and a half miles from Quar, is reached, and as the pass of the Oberalp is now within measurable distance, it is incumbent upon the cyclist to devote his attention to practical considerations as this is the last place before the summit at which he can obtain a decent meal. The village is pleasantly situated with good hotels, and unless the day is yet young, a halt should be called for the night. As an example, by the way, of the explosive force of the Alpine avalanche, it may be mentioned that at Decentus, on one occasion, the east spire of the Benedictine Abbey, which overlooks the village, was thrown down by the gust of a fall of ice, which took place over a quarter of a mile away. Up the narrowing Val Tavetch, the road proceeds, and is ridable as far as Rueras, 4,597 feet, about seven miles farther, and midway there is a striking retrospective view of the Decentis Valley. The ascent now becomes trying, and the approaching snow-clad peaks remind one that another pass has to be climbed. 
to charmut five thousand three hundred and eighty feet three and a half miles farther the road is unusually toilsome owing to its being cut on the side of a hill most exposed to the sun and the journey should be arranged if possible so that this stage is taken in the early morning charmut is believed to be the highest village in europe where rye is grown but it has no other claims to distinction the whole valley however is almost perpetual prey to avalanches one of which in eighteen hundred and eight fell on the adjoining village of salva and killed forty-two persons and two hundred and thirty-seven head of cattle soon the familiar tourniquet begins this one having ten zigzags and the temperature falls rapidly only some fine waterfalls of the Forder Rhine and a plenitude of wild flora relieve the tedium of what is the least magnificent of the ten passes I have to describe. At length the summit, 6,710 feet, is reached, three and a half miles from Charmut, the gradient of the last five miles having averaged 384 feet per mile. A sombre lake, famous withal for trout, said to be the finest in the world, is passed on the summit which is nearly level for about a couple of miles the descent to andermatt four thousand seven hundred and thirty eight feet six miles from the lake is effected by nine windings if the surface were but decent coasting would be feasible but stones are omnipresent and occasionally even walking has to be endured andermatt is only twenty minutes walk from the much illustrated devil's bridge and it is an interesting place. One could wish, however, that the inhabitants would pay more attention to the Oberalp road. They should know how, for the adjoining road to Hospenthal has one of the finest surfaces in Switzerland. End of chapter 9